In view of all that has been taking place in our country, I thought I would address two questions that come up rather frequently, and they have to do with the United States and Bible prophecy. And the first question is, is the United States mentioned in Bible prophecy? Now, that question is one that has been debated for some time, and I would say to you that indirectly there is a possibility. Is there a specific, obvious reference to the United States in Bible prophecy? Most Bible scholars would say no. Now, when we look at this, the idea that we are one of the nations makes a lot of sense. For we read in a number of different passages that there are references to, in terms of prophetic implications, to the nations and what will happen to them during the tribulation period. And so we are grouped in with the nations. Let me give you an example. Isaiah chapter 66, verse 18. God says, For I know their works and their thoughts. The time is coming to gather all nations and tongues. He goes on and he says, And they shall declare my glory among the nations. And then in the very next verse, he says, Just as the Israelites bring their grain offering in a clean vessel to the house of the Lord. And then in verse 20, they shall bring all your brothers from all the nations as an offering to the Lord. We also see this in the book of Haggai. In chapter 2, verse 6, it says, For thus the Lord of hosts, yet once more in a little while I will shake the heavens and the earth and the dry land, and I will shake all nations, so that the treasures of all nations shall come in, and I will fill this house with glory says the Lord of hosts. So there's reason to believe the United States is the extension of, quote, all the nations. We're part of that. Now, another position that some hold, and I think it has some validity, is that the United States is not just one of the other nations or one of the many nations, but that the United States is an extension of that unique configuration of nations that parallel the old Roman Empire. In other words, that we could be tied in with Europe when it comes to the rule of the Antichrist, that we would end up being supportive of the efforts that will come out of that uh, political entity. Another possibility, and this is one that I'd say uh, a number of people will promote, and that is that the United States is really the Babylon of Revelation chapters 17 and 18. Again, this is another, well, another possibility open to debate. The United States, like Babylon is described in Revelation, is incredibly wealthy. At least we were. But there's incredible wealth described in 17 and 18 of the book of Revelation, as well as widespread immorality. And so some point to the United States as being the epitome of what is described in those chapters. And then some interpreters like to go to, uh, to Isaiah chapter 18, where it talks about a land divided by rivers. Some have suggested it's talking about the Mississippi River, divides up the United States of America. But as you well know, we always must maintain the context in which a statement is made. And if we look in Isaiah chapter 18, we have to go back to chapter 2 verses 1 and 2 that set the stage, and it's referring to ancient Cush. So when it comes to the question of the United States and Bible prophecy, well, uh, be a student. Make up your mind. Uh, Study the evidence and reach your own conclusion. I would suggest from where I am sitting that the best answer is the United States is only indirectly 
mentioned in Bible prophecy. Now, obviously, there is a question that follows, but before I get to that question, let me invite you to submit your question. You can send it to me, john at livetheword.org. Send me the email, and that's the best way to reach me, john at livetheword.org. I welcome your comment, your question, your desire for clarification of a position we may hold, and you can reach me again directly at our, our website, livetheword.org, and simply put John in front of that, John at, and uh, that'll get to me. Look forward to hearing from you. We are more than ever committed to teaching about Bible prophecy. We look at the day in which we live, and it's as if circumstances and global events are shouting to us that we're getting closer and closer to the Lord's return. And we realize that few people have had the opportunity to study Bible prophecy. And so what we are attempting to do is to present uh, in, in a question and answer format, typically, answers that we trust will be uh, clear and concise and solidly biblical, and that you could literally go to our website and have questions based upon your exposure to Bible prophecy and get short, concise, and again, solidly biblical answers in terms of what does the Bible say? Why do we hold to the position that we hold to? And so, again, I invite you to submit your question or go to the website, livetheword.org. Now, the obvious question at this point is, here we are, the United States of America, the most powerful country in the history of the world, the most powerful nation in the history of the world, how could it be that the United States is not prominent in Bible prophecy? Well, when I would address this question in the past, few people could ever have imagined that the United States could be in jeopardy, that we could be at a point where we are no longer, let's just say, invincible, that the United States could be diminished on the international scene. And so yet today, I think more and more people, we could see how the United States might not be the political powerhouse that it has been for, for all these years, the last couple of centuries plus. Now, that's uh, hard to say, but that is a reality, is it not? Just a few days ago, someone very close to me in a conversation looking at what was playing out in our country said, our country's done. Now, I'm not willing to say that. I'm not willing to go there. But I am willing to say that I can see on the horizon a day in which our country is not the powerhouse that it used to be and that we will not be able to intervene internationally as we have in the past. Let's keep in mind that most nations are not referenced in the Word of God. What's unique about this is that the United States has been the political powerhouse for a long period of time. But now we have reached a, maybe a turning point. In the past, I can remember conversations with gifted expositors of truth who do a lot in the area of apologetics and Bible prophecy, uh, pointing out at the possibility of an EMP attack, and suddenly it shuts down the electronics uh, across the entire nation, that that could be the possibility, or that there could be a cyber attack from another country, especially China. 
But who would have ever thought that someone having contact with a bat in Wuhan, China, however that played out, whether it was the laboratory or their marketplace, however it played out, that a virus would come from that part of the world, would make it around the globe, and at the same time, the economic devastation of this is beyond calculation. And now we as a country, we have a long way to go to get back to where we once were. And so when we consider that the United States may no longer be able to do the kinds of things we have done in the past in terms of our influence around the globe, we can see that reality playing out even as I speak. And then we could add to that, as if we didn't have enough on our plate, right? We can add to that the federal debt, the deficit. It is huge and getting bigger each and every day. This is dangerous for the future of our country. Now, it could be an EMP attack, it could be a cyber attack, it could be another pandemic, it could be you name it, but there's a lot of ways that our great nation will possibly be marginalized and not be able to do some of the things we have done in the past, which means we would not be part of the political apparatus that will play out at the end of the age that will come under the control of the Antichrist that we expect to come out of Europe and some revived form of the ancient Roman Empire. Now, by the way, one other position that is very tenable, and that is the possibility of the rapture of the church, the body of Christ. If the rapture occurs before the tribulation period, I happen to believe most evidence points in that direction. If the rapture were to occur, imagine so many people in our country, millions of people in our country, literally, disappearing. They're gone. What kind of impact would that have? Now, there would be some people celebrating, to say the least. But the impact that would have in the United States of America, it would be absolute devastation. So let me just offer a quick word of direction from the scriptures as to how we live in times like this. I believe Hebrews chapter 10 is an absolutely critical passage, because we are told there that we need to make sure that we come together as the body of Christ. Now, I heard somebody say, man, we're fighting with the government just to do that. Yes, and this is a very dicey and difficult situation. We need each other, and we need to commit ourselves to one another. And we read in Hebrews chapter 10, it says in verse 24, and let us consider how to stir one another to love and good deeds. We need to encourage one another. We need to help each other, build each other up, encourage one another to do the work God's called each of us to do. And it says not neglecting to meet together, and face-to-face -face is certainly the best way possible. We need to pull together as followers of Jesus Christ who have experienced the once-for-all sacrifice of the cross that, by the way, is explained in this particular uh, chapter. And it says, not neglecting to meet together as, as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another. And then I love this phrase. It says, and all the more, all the more, get together, encourage one another, all the more as you see the day approaching or drawing near. The day, we have every reason to believe, the day is approaching and is drawing near. 
the pandemic global in scope, setting the stage for so many things described in the Word of God. And then all the, the lawlessness, the tension, the anger, the despair, all of that contributing to what the Bible describes the world to look like when this leader comes on the scene and offers himself as a, basically the promised one. He's the false messiah. And we could see an individual like that coming on the scene right now and literally grabbing the attention of nations across, across the globe. So let's pull together. And Father, I pray that we would live out this truth during these critical times. And may we see what you are doing as we, Father, feel like the day is approaching. May we live in light of it. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen.